This is the Midday Market Podcast on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. Here from the Iowa State Fair, I'm Riley Smith. We're on the phone with John Heinberg of Total Farm Marketing as we take a look at these midday markets. Uh, John, a lot of people were hoping for a turnaround Tuesday, but that's not quite what we got. So what's going on today in the grains? Yeah, strong selling pressure across the grain markets again, double digits down, led down by that soybean market dropping 30 cents today. That may be tied to the crude oil market. It did try to rally a little bit this morning, flip back over, pretty negative turnover there, true trading a couple dollars a barrel lower, down to $86 a barrel. So that's kind of making the charts look technically weak. That's playing on the bean oil market as well as that soybean meal market. You know, So the products are all trending down, bringing beans with it. Again, turning those technical pictures a little bit more difficult. Some of that, too, the western rains, they get some decent amount of rains in some areas. All depends where we are uh, in that location. But, again, the market probably feeling like that 51.9 yield might be a little more achievable you know, with the moisture. Corn futures trending lower again there, too. Probably, again, the, mo- the weather being a little bit of a factor with those rains across the west. Uh, but, again, too, this is just that time of year. We're starting to see these markets usually trend a little bit lower here. We got past that report, didn't get any major numbers one way or another, and it might be just a spot where the money's just moving to the sidelines. All the selling pressure there is also spilling over into the wheat market, which is also down double digits today. Right, of course, and we know that uh, with next month's report, we'll get a little more information too because it'll be the first one where we can actually uh, observe things uh, in that report. So, you know, what, what do we think moving forward with that report? Yeah, that'll be very key. Finally get some boots on the ground, get some actual field measurements and plot measurements. So we'll see what uh, you know, the USDA is getting put together in that regard. You know, expectations, and I think the market still probably feels this way, that these yield numbers may have some more room to come down to the lower end of things and, and, and get tightened up a little bit more. But, you know, right now with some friendlier forecasts and a little cooler temperatures, it may not be just in this window. Uh, so we'll have to wait. But, again, I still think that core market has got, you know, some – some turnaround potential in it, but we may have to go visit ourselves the fall low first, or at least go re-challenge that low from July, and at least kind of feels like, you know, the momentum of today and yesterday is kind of pointing that direction, so a little bit scary in that regard, but if you go look at charts, this window usually from the August report through that September report is one of those historically windows where we see selling pressure, and that does seem to be kind of the case at least to start the week this week. Right. And of course, you know, at this point in the marketing year, you know, we want to see that crop do well. So we want the the good weather. And with the rain in the forecast, of course, that's bringing the prices lower, you know. And from your perspective, are there many producers who are still, you know, selling out of the the bins right now? Or are they mostly just hoping that we just get good conditions for the new crop? And that's some of the pressure that weighs on the market in this window is guys who have been kind of holding on to some grain in the bin are now pulling the trigger and, and they're getting it moved so they can clean out the bin for the next supply that wants to come in. So that always kind of pushes into the market. You know, I just kind of always watch what happens in the cash market and what goes on in this window. And if that basis starts to soften up a little, you know, the end user also says, too, you know, hey, I can wait for the new supplies. And they kind of back things off there. Uh, and again, that just adds more negative tone into the marketplace in general. So, so that's probably a little bit of what's going on here too. We do have some producers probably moving some bushels out to get the bins empty, so they're ready for harvest down the road in a in a window where maybe the market doesn't need it as much, just because we're getting that much closer to harvest on a daily basis, especially in some of these areas where things have been dry and this crop is drying down quickly. All right, and what are we seeing on the other side of the marketplace in the livestock complex? 
Livestock Complex Day get a nice snapback in the cattle market after a couple, you know, days of profit taking, triple digits higher for live cattle. Again, watching the cash trade, we expect that cash trade to stay firm this week. Nothing really developed so far yet today, but at least that's the anticipation as Packers are looking to pick up some of these cattle. And again, buying, reaching out for some of the quality that's out there. Feeder cattle, good snapback as well today, you know, with the weakness in grains. Like I said yesterday, it was just a little disappointing as grain market was down to feeder cattle, just couldn't catch a bid. But here we are, strong triple digits higher today, pushing 2 to $3 higher in those feeder cattle contracts. Again, that's tied to the cash market. And from talking to producers, it's real tough to source cattle in the countryside. And it feels like these markets are still undervalued compared to what we're hearing on the cash market. Hogs getting some pushback today. Maybe we're hitting that seasonal top here, even though that October contract is still pretty weak compared to the cash market at this time frame. But the cash has been kind of cooling off a little bit. So some of the retail numbers. It might be just a winner where this hog market wants to take a little bit of profit off the table and maybe set itself up for a later on run. All right, John. Well, lots of great information today for those of our listeners who would like to get in touch and, and learn more from the folks at Total Farm Marketing. How can they do that? Sure. Love to chat with them anytime. Give me a call, 800-334-9779. Shoot me an email, johnh at totalfarmmarketing.com. Again, don't forget about our website, totalfarmmarketing.com. A lot of great information for producers out there to take advantage of. Again, just feel free to check out the site and, and look up some of that information for yourself. That again was John Heinberg of Total Farm Marketing. We'll go ahead and take a look at those midday market numbers. September corn is down 16 and three quarters at 6.10 even. December corn down 18 and three quarters at 6.09 and a half. September soybeans down 44 and three quarters at 14.49 and a quarter. November soybeans down 32 and a half at 13.79 and three quarters. Soybean meal down seven even at 4.03.60. Soy oil down 158 at 65.86. Chicago wheat is down 16 and a quarter at 784 and a half. Minneapolis spring wheat down 10 and three quarters at 900 even. Kansas City hard red wheat down 12 and a quarter at 870 and a half. And September oats down 10 even at 450 and a quarter. On the Merck, August live cattle up 195 at 141.70. August feeders up 247 at 182.40. Lean hogs down 237 at 98.20. Pork cutouts down 182 at 108 even and Class 3 milk up a penny at 2017. And that's been a check of the midday market prices. I'm Riley Smith. Thanks again to John Heinberg of Total Farm Marketing for joining us today. Make sure you stay tuned later as I talk with Bill Moore of Price Futures Group for the Closing Market Podcast here on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network, where Iowa Ag matters.